the next week it might yeah. feel really good. It's it's not always going to feel better. So the the main thing is just to keep, like you did, just keep following the process and um, keep doing the drills, keep that focus on the stroke. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer, and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. This is podcast episode number 133. My guest today is Ryan Roselli, and Ryan came to a freestyle clinic of ours in Brisbane in March this year, and he had the Cairns Ironman, which was in June, or the Cairns Half Ironman, and uh, Ryan messaged me the other day and uh, he said that his time last year for the swim was 36 minutes and this year after doing the clinic three months prior he was able to get down to uh, 31 and a half so uh, basically a five minute improvement or five minutes and six second improvement over the course of uh, three months there so um, I've got Ryan on the podcast today to talk about what things he focused on in his stroke how he went about making those changes and how he managed to ingrain those changes as uh, as muscle memory and and make it permanent and uh, he also talks about what he focused on in the race and what advice he has for other triathletes and swimmers in a similar position who are wanting to swim faster but they're not sure how so ryan uh, gets into it by talking about what his swimming background was coming into triathlons i didn't really have any swimming background i used to do some triathlon back at secondary school um my highlight being racing Dino Bazzoni at New Zealand secondary schools uh, way back. Um, and I was second to last out of the water. So, you know, I've never really been a strong, I've never been a strong swimmer. And it's just something that I've had to spend some time working on. And, um, yeah, certainly over the last year, two years, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's all new to me, really. And is that when you started doing triathlons two years ago? Yeah, so I had a friend that did Cairns 2017 and the half, and I followed him um, in in his race. And then I thought, well, you know, if he can do it, then I can certainly do it. And you know, after a couple of weeks of thinking about it, I decided to. I talked to my partner about it and said, "This is what I I want to do and have a crack." And she said she'd support me. So she came from a swimming background. So yeah. She said, I'd go to the pool and start swimming. And she said, oh, you know, the first swim, just go and swim a K. And, you know, you'll probably struggle. And I, I went to the pool and I swam 2K and I felt all right, but, you know, wasn't breaking any records. So it's just sort of been a build from there. And and take me back to, uh, uh, I guess, a couple of months ago. So you, you first came to a clinic in March this year and then uh, you had cans in June. So take me back a couple of months ago. What what made you um, decide to come to a, a clinic and start working on your, your stroke? Uh, for me, I, you know, I'd never had any sort of coaching. So, you know, I, I wasn't making any inroads with my swimming. It was kind of, you know, my, all my times weren't really improving as much as I was trying to, you know, get quicker and, you know, Olympic races and all that kind of stuff that I was doing locally. Um, you know, there was, there was no change. You know, I'd find I was just playing a game of catch-up when it came to the bike and the run. And I decided if I want to, you know, get any better at this, then I need to start swimming better. Um, I'd been recommended by others in my tri-club to come along and give uh, one of your sessions a go. So I thought, you know, leading into Kansas is a perfect time. It gives me a good three or four months of uh, lead-in work to work on, you know, whatever we covered in the clinic. And... Um, yeah, for me, it certainly worked. And what were those things that we, 
that you took away from the clinic? What were those key points that you ended up focusing on for the three months going into Cairns? Uh, my biggest one was probably putting on the brakes. That, well, personally, that's what I think. And you know, coming into the water, and my hand was just shooting back up to the surface, and I think every single stroke was just slowing you down. But then from there, um, getting on those train tracks, um, you know, straightening everything up. Uh, there's a little bit of hand entry and breathing, and I think um, you know, combine all of those things. Yeah, you know, at that time I'd been watching your videos as well, so I'd, I was aware of. You know, trying to get my elbow in the right position for that catch. You know, elbow higher than the wrist, and um, I was aware of that, but it wasn't until I actually saw it on video that I saw that I was actually a fair way away from that, and certainly focusing on the drills to uh, to dial that in as well. So, what did you? And actually, going back to uh, when you came to the clinic, and I look back at those videos, the the video we took at the start, and the one we took at the end when you were trying to make make some changes there at the end. And uh, when you, because uh, I, I think the main thing in that second video at the end that you focused on was entering further out and avoiding putting the brakes on. And just even just that change alone, I reckon that was one of the, the real main ones that just made the stroke flow a lot better. So much less drag being created and it just kept the, the speed up. So you weren't really, you weren't decelerating as much each time. And just um, from my perspective, looking at, at that difference there, it's like, you know, if you can focus on that for three months, that's going to be a, a huge difference. And, um, and and you already had some pretty good uh, aspects of your, um, your catch and pull in place, which was which was really nice to, to see. So, you know, I think, um, you know, f- for you looking at the, the strokers, just a couple of tweaks to, those things that you're mentioning, like hand entry further out, don't put the brakes on, don't lift the head too much to breathe. Just tweaking a few of those uh, allowed you to kind of use those those really good aspects in the stroke that you that you had. And um, yeah. a, a, and what did you do to uh, to lock in those changes as habit and change that that muscle memory? Because it's easy to you know change something once, but then it's very easy to fall back into in, into old habits. So how did you make those changes? Yeah, so from or oh, since the camp, you know, I've, almost every single session that I've done bar my open water, I'll get in and do 500 meters of drills. So, you know, the five drills that I took away from it, I'll do 50 meter drill, then just swim back with the fins on, with the snorkel on, and focus on my stroke. Um, and I think. And then going forward and through my sets that I do in training with uh, the kick, no, sorry, with the poor boy and with the hand paddles, um, I'll do all of those with a snorkel so I can really focus on my stroke. I don't have to worry about the breathing side of things. Um, and I think for me, I've found really focusing on that stroke with the setup of the drills at the start to just, you know, for me being able to remember the points that I have to focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, then going through the session, focusing on you know the the high elbow and the catch and the hand entry and not putting on the brakes, and you know two three times a week doing those drills has really helped me to actually implement it in a race situation. And how did you feel in the the first couple of weeks? Was it was it one of those changes that made you feel better straight away, or did it feel a bit unusual and 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 worse? What how was it for you? Um, I think yeah, my my speed didn't change initially, 
um, there were a few bits and pieces. Some of them felt good, some of them felt bad. And still even now, you know, I, I try to focus on lengthening out and, you know, the head position that we talk about when you're at the clinic. And, I, you know, I still forget about that because it wasn't one of my main points that I had to think of. But I'll be swimming along and it'll just come into my head and I'll, I'll make that change. And, you know, even still, it, it's, it feels weird to do a few of these things, but it's, it is starting to come or become more second nature, which is really good. And then, you know, Obviously, since then, been watching videos and trying to implement a bit of uh, the Serape one you were talking about with Josh. And, um, you know, I, again, I forget about that and I don't know the drills associated with that. But I kind of, by watching the video, I kind of understand the, the dynamics of it and what it should feel like and what it should look like. So, you know, I'll think about that halfway through a length and I'll try to add that in as well. And you can certainly feel the difference. But, for me, I think going forward, something like that there is really going to help take it to the next level as well. Yeah, and um, did you end up seeing a an improvement in your times within that three months in training, or wasn't it until race day that that you're able to see that that difference? No, most definitely, and it, it was I think within the first week um, I had already hit a 200 meter PB, and that was you know in the middle of a session I was swimming faster than I typically would have swum say a 200 meter at the start of the session only two weeks earlier so um i did have pretty immediate improvements um and then going forward you know noticing you know my 100 split coming down as well in my speed sessions and even in you know my more tempo sessions my 400 and 500 splits were coming down so and then on weekends um i tend to go out and do an open water swim as well so um noticing across the board there as well, though the, those splits were coming down in you know, sort of thousand meter and fifteen hundred meter um, intervals. So I, that most of my times I'd noticed within probably three or four weeks were starting to improve. And uh, was it was it constant improvement, or did you find in you know, in some weeks it would um, regress a little bit, and then you'd you'd be able to improve again, or what was that sort of curve like for you? Yeah, no, it certainly didn't just keep coming down. So, you know, some weeks I, st- I felt really good and then other weeks I'd go backwards and I'd be like, I just had no rhythm and, you know, I don't, I can't explain why that was. Um, but, you know, if you go back through my training peaks where I comment to my coach, there's, there'll be a lot of that where I was up and down and up and down. But, you know, if you look at a trend graph, I suppose, over those three months, you could certainly see bits and pieces coming down, which was really good. Mm, yeah, it's uh, and that's how I normally find it is. It's uh, over the course of time that improvement is it, it keeps going, but it's it's this up and down where it will uh, yeah, it often gets faster, and then you, you you can slow down and feel like you've forgotten how to swim, and then the next week it might yeah. feel really good. It's it, it's not always going to feel better. So the the main thing is just to keep like you did, just keep following the process and um, keep doing the drills, keep that focus on the stroke and. Um, know that it's gonna it's gonna happen over time, and um, then come race day. So you're, you're there on the, the the starting line at Cairns. What were you, what did you think about uh, in the in the race? Were you focused on your technique, or did you just kind of let it um, let it be where it was was at, and you focused just on racing and and, and your pace? Um, started out wanting, oh, you know, for anyone that swam Cairns, you know that the first half of the race is kind of out and into the 
current and into the swell. So I wanted to push a little bit harder, harder going out. Um, and, you know, you obviously start off and, and you start to get a bit more warmed up for some reason. I decided to not do a, an in-water warm-up this year, but just focus more on stretching and getting the arms moving out of the water. Um, and, you know, a couple of hundred metres into it, you're starting to get into a good rhythm and then, you know, you start to feel probably a little bit of fatigue starting to set in. So it's at those points that I really think back to, okay, what do I have to focus on with my stroke and try and get that high elbow catch and, um, you know, make those or focus on those changes that I had been working on and training over the last three or four months. And then, you know, you make the first turn, make the second turn, and then just a matter of coming back with that current and, you know, riding the current and, um, you know, just try to increase the, the tempo a little bit, get the arm turnover a bit higher. You know, you don't have to fight so much into the current, which was really good, and um, just enjoy the swim from that point. And back in March, well, so your time uh, year before was around that 36-minute mark and you're down to 31, 31 and a half uh, this year. What did you think you were capable of doing this year in the race, time-wise for your swim? Um, pre-race, I was hoping to probably dip just under 31. Um, but, you know, with, it was, well, if you saw the weather leading into the race, it um, certainly wasn't conducive to fast time. So, you know, I ultimately based on the day, I think that there was a really good time. Um, you know, I'd been saying to my coach that I wanted to swim, you know, low, low 30s, um, being, you know, 30, 31 minutes. And I don't think he actually believed I'd do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I had the belief that, you know, I'd been working hard and, you know, I, and I'd been pushing him to come along to one of your courses and I think he's going to sign up probably for the next one that's coming up. So, um, yeah, I think I believe that I could probably go into the 30s, so not you know, low 30s. And I was hoping for, I'd said to people, I was hoping for a five-minute swim improvement and you know, looking at my times, it was five minutes and six seconds, so pretty spot on <laughs> as to where I thought I was going to be. Oh, well done. And was that just based on the times that you were doing in training leading up to the race? Or, or, or just um, roughly where you felt like you could uh, you could get to? Uh, probably a bit of both. Like, you know, if I look at my, you know, sort of swimming leading into Cairns 2018 compared to this year, um, you know, open water swim the year before, I'd done sort of two, seven and a half K, and I was swimming an average pace of, you know, 142, 143 per sort of 500 metres. Whereas, you know, a month before Cairns this year, I was doing that and swimming, you know, 127 splits. So I kind of knew that I was about 15, 16 seconds per 100 faster. Um, you know, I've, most of my training done in the pool without a wetsuit. And for me, a wetsuit does make a big difference as well. Um, and, you know, going forward to my next race, it was a, um, a big decision or a big part of the decision that I made as to where I was going to race. It was a wetsuit swim. Um, yeah, like obviously, when you know you're swimming faster in training, it's good. And for me, and I thought, well, you know, if I can swim sort of that pace in training over, say, 200, then 
over the 1.9k with a wetsuit, it should be pretty similar in those conditions. So it did work out pretty pretty spot on as to where I thought it could be. And then in the next uh, sort of six to, to 12 months, what are your targets for your swim time? What do you feel like you can get down to? Uh, next race, I'd like to dip under 30 if I can. Um, as I said, it's a wetsuit swim, but it is fresh water. Uh, I'm heading over to 70.3 in Shanghai. And um, my ultimate goal is to qualify for Taupo 2020. So, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, obviously, if I can get another two or three minutes off my swim, that would you know, I think that'll go a long way to helping me, and then um, we'll go from there. And for anyone who's listening to this, who's uh, wanting to improve their technique, or they're in the in the process of doing that at the moment, what uh, what advice can you give to them? And what um, what would you recommend that they um, they sort of think about, or are willing to uh, to go through in that that period of change? What uh, what advice can you give to people? Um, oh, I always wish I'd gone to one of your clinics earlier. So, you know, you spend all this money swimming every week, but, you know, you've got a pool membership or, you know, paying daily or whatever it is that you're doing. And, you know, if you if you don't know what you're actually doing, then, you know, what's the point? You could just turn up on race day if you're not improving. So I always wish I'd probably gone a year earlier. Um, but, you know, for, for whatever reason, well, I did, to be honest, I probably didn't even know about the clinics a year earlier. Um, but I wish I'd signed up earlier once I did find out about them. And then from, you know, once you're at the clinic, just, just work hard and focus on it. Um, you know, if you can swim an extra time a week, an extra session a week, and that's that's what I'm trying to do now is fit in four sessions a week instead of three, which um, certainly go a long way with that extra swim fitness and strength as well. Yeah, I think uh, that you know that four sessions a week can uh, can really help as well. You know, it's uh, especially if you don't come from a swimming background. It's uh, the yeah. the fitness and also just the the feel for the water and and, and developing yeah. the rhythm and timing. It uh, it helps a lot with four. And I mean, even if you um, you know, we have a lot of people who listen overseas. I mean, we mostly run clinics in Australia. But I I did a video on uh, I put a video on YouTube yesterday about how to film your freestyle how to film your stroke if you don't have someone there to record you and you can get like these gopro uh, attachments in the water so just even seeing what you look like in the water can be the first step and uh, i mean i i ran clinics for about three years until i actually filled myself and and it wasn't until i looked at myself and went there's no i'm not doing that That's, that is not me and uh and then that's started that process of changing it over the last couple of years and um, yeah, it just it makes a big difference once you actually see yourself because the perception is is always very different than uh, than reality. Yeah, so, very much so. Yeah. yeah, and I know there's a few guys in our office that you know we signed up to the corporate try, and you know it wasn't long after the clinic, and he was swimming at lunchtimes, and I just one day brought along my GoPro and filmed him, and he was just absolutely shocked as to <laughs> to what he was doing. He thought he was so much better than what he was. <laughs> so you know, even for him, it. And I got him onto your videos, and he's been watching those. So, you know, he's um, he's learned a lot just from watching. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, uh, thanks so much for joining me on the podcast, and well done on such a, uh, a massive improvement. And I want to preface it to say that uh, yeah, we, five five minutes, or yeah, five minutes is a big improvement in the space of uh, sort of three months from uh, doing the clinic to to uh, racing. But um, it's a it's a huge testament to. The, the training that you've obviously put in and uh, and the commitment to doing those drills and, and doing it every time. So um, well done, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you again in the future. 
yeah, no doubt. I'll um, I think I'll be coming along with my tripod in a few months to get a follow-up filming session done and um, hopefully make some more gains before Shanghai. So thank you very much for all your help. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. If you'd like us to help you become a faster, more efficient swimmer, go to www.effortlessswimming.com.